Welcome back to the castle of Gretchen Hexenkopf. Episode 29. Bleeding Cards. Upon Gretchen Hexenkopf's insistence, Snook finally leashes the goats, and he's leading them down the corridor when he notices that one of them stopped to eat something. A card. The fool laughs, and then he pries it from the goat's stubborn jaws. Come on. <laughs> Dopey goat. It's not just any card, though. It's a tarot card. The Hanged Man. And on the tarot card of the Hanged Man, there's an illustration of a silly little man hanging by one foot on the branch of a tree. The picture, well, it tickles Snook. And he chuckles <laughs> until something else catches his eye. Something just a little further down the corridor. Another tarot card. <laughs> Lucky day. <laughs> this one's the tower. He picks it up and then he sees yet another card a little further along the corridor. Dropping the goat's leashes, he hurries after the next card, the Wheel of Fortune. And when he picks this one up, he notices the door to the study is open, and inside, on a small table, a card house has been erected, but not quite finished. <laughs> Immediately, Snook rushes to the table, so excited he can hardly keep from exploding in glee, and he proceeds to place the three cards he's found. This leaves the card house with four stories, two pillars at the top, Three beneath the two, four beneath the three, and five beneath the four. One more pillar will complete the house. Snook looks at the goats, who look right back at him, seemingly ready to be escorted from the castle, but Snook can't resist. He slips one playing card from inside his cap and bells, and then he shoves his hands into his pockets and empties his medley of rubbish one handful at a time, until he locates his second tattered playing card. With one card in each hand, Snook approaches the incomplete card house, poised to finish the final story. So enraptured is he in his approach that he notices neither Hazel nor Oz, who step from the stack of books from where they've been hiding. So enraptured is he in the gentle and gingerly placing of the cards that he notices neither Hazel nor Oz kneel and crawl across the floor toward the key. Or, rather, the mouse, who's busied himself with the moldy wheel of Gouda that's in Snook's pocket. And so enraptured is he in the gleeful celebration of the completed card house that he notices neither Hazel nor Oz criss and cross in the room in pursuit of the vile little rodent. There it goes. Get it. There it goes. However, when Hazel swipes up the mouse, or rather, the key, it squeaks. The wee cry of the vermin is just enough to break the fool from his rapture. He swivels his head to see Hazel in the corner of the study, the mouse cradled in her hands. Snook gasps at the sight of her, and then groans, and then starts to rush after her until something flies over his shoulder. 
It stops the fool cold. He kneels to pick up the something and sees that it's a tarot card. But not just any tarot card. It's the fool. Snook the fool has been stopped cold by the fool. He turns back to the table and sees Oz, who has removed the fool card from the first story of the card house and is now propping the house up with nothing but a single wayfaring finger. Snook's face washes over with contempt. I'll have your fingers cut off with that! <laughs> Oz removes his finger. As the card house begins to tremble, Snook's eyes bulge, and as quick as a cricket, he hurls himself toward the card house, sliding his hand into place just in time to keep the house standing. <laughs> nice try, orphan. Your shenanigans are no match for my shenanigans. I'm a shenanigan connoisseur, an expert, a guru, a practitioner extraordinaire, a... As Snook attempts to slide the fool back into place, Oz removes a card from the other side of the house, forcing the fool to prop up both sides with his hands, leaving him bound by his own obsessions. Oz and Hazel, she with the mouse, or rather with the key, in hand, make their way to the corridor. No, 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 no! Ah, ah, please, I, I underestimated your understanding of shenanigans. <laughs> When Snook says shenanigans, emphasis on the shh, his breath makes a few cards sway ever so gently. He tries to make another appeal, but he lowers his voice this time so as not to disturb the construction. No, you can't leave. Not like this. Do you know what Gretchen will do to me? What she'll do to you? Do you know what a gong is? Snook is, of course, referencing all the times Gretchen's used a hex to turn him into a gong, and then let her army of tuxedo-wearing bat-winged toads beat him mercilessly with a mallet. Neither Oz nor Hazel understand the reference, and even if they did, it wouldn't matter. They're already on their way to the dungeon to save their orphan brothers. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch... Orienting Oz. In the meantime, know this. Vulnerability is a good thing in the right context. Be vulnerable to the people you love and the people who love you. Vulnerability in a foolish context, though. Well, be careful with that. One moment, you're whistling the day away, and the next moment, your life falls apart like a house of cards. And amalgamated toads beat the tar out of you like you're a part-time gong. Vulnerable, yes. Foolish, no. <laughs>